y'all heard? You ready? Can you hear yourself? Yeah. Can you not hear me? No, I, I'm sorry. I asked a dumb question. <laughs> the question you asked just really stuck in. Can I hear myself? I meant like, can you hear like an echo? No, I don't. Do you? Really weird Zoom's camera is like right up in my face, but Skype's feels like it's further away. This is a real up close and personal situation. You ready? <sighs> yes. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. What's up? You're worth a countdown. <laughs> this is Y'all Heard, a podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. <laughs> and me, Pete Phillips. We're not related for yet another season. And this is the seventh or eighth time that we are starting this show. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's sort of our third anniversary on Tuesday of this week, past. Thanks for all the calls and cards, guys. Uh, but to start the show, I wanted to remind you that this is a podcast with a Patreon at patreon.com slash y'all heard with a phone number at 570-POD-WAD-1 and with a Twitter account that really doesn't have much on it uh, at y'all heard pod. I thought I'd tell you all that stuff up front instead of, you know, you zoning out partway through and missing it at the end. And you may not have known that information, but I do hope you knew this was a podcast already, because it's yeah. not a vaccine situation. <laughs> um, he, just tell me whatever you want. Well, first and foremost, the most important thing of my week, right, is that I am uh, finally cut my official letter that I Ooh, am Oh, I did a, not know where this is going. <laughs> that I am a member of the Greater Wyoming Valley Audubon Society. Yeah. Along with my national membership, I also got a local membership. Congratulations. I told Pete that I had very conflicting feelings about his bird thing and his interest into the Audubon Society. Then I realized I am a card-carrying member of MUFON. Also thanks to me. (laughs) Yeah, thanks to Pete. So can I judge? We conclude our year with an annual banquet each spring. I think you meant us. And I was like, Whoa. Are you, that's awesome. Are you gonna go? I can't go to the bird banquet. The bird banquet? It, it does sound good. Yeah. When you say it like yeah, that. Why wouldn't you? Uh, why? I, I feel like I would have to like contribute in some way. You're good. Oh god. You contribute to everything. You give money to like everyone. I'm sure you are gonna contribute. No, or I mean, I feel like, like I would have to be like an active player, you know? Like uh, I have to go. I'm a bird pub. I don't follow your rules. That's all you need to say. Um, chapter programs are held every third Monday of the month, beginning at 7 p.m. What the fuck do you guys do at night? You just talk about birds? What the fuck is this? And then they also have some things happening on Zoom. So. Oh, God. Please go to all of that because I don't understand what that is. Like, what activities? Oh. Potlucks? Fourth Saturday of the month, birding walks in Kirby Park Natural Area. Oh, I want to go to one of those. Can you take people? I don't know. I mean, I I don't think they'd turn you away if you showed up. I mean, they'd probably be like, look at the way she's dressed. She must be a bird punk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would like, oh man, I just, for a moment, I started brainstorming bird punk patches, but 
who has the time to really blow us up about that? I also um, watched a movie sometime in the past week that I thought you would really like. It's called The Argument. You should spend no money to see it. But whenever it ends up on some streaming service, you should watch it because it's really stupid and convoluted. And uh, it reminds me of people <laughs> that we know uh, or, or are friends with. Uh, and I know that that sounds bad if you're listening, guys. But the uh, the gist of the movie is that this couple has a dinner party and they have an argument at the dinner party. And then later that night, they disagree about who was right or wrong in the argument. And the only way that they can come up with to figure out who is right is if they reenact the whole entire night again. So they invite all the people over again and they're going through the same actions and the people are like, what is going on? And then the third time uh, they do it, everybody's in on it. And they do it a bunch of times, and it just gets more and more stupid. And is it a comedy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Is that the one everybody hates, Chris? Maybe. Are you googling okay. it? Yeah, I'm looking at the. Okay, cover. okay. <laughs> I yeah, was like, yeah. we don't have any shared visuals, Marissa. <laughs> no, oh, I just feel it in my bones. Yeah, I feel like some of these actors seem good. Why are they? Yes. <laughs> Uh, you said I shouldn't spend money on it? I wouldn't spend, like, I, I feel like they wanted, like, $4 to rent it. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, whenever it ends up on streaming, keep an ear out, an eye out, uh, keep a leg out. Uh, I just want to say, have you, oh, you don't have HBO, never mind. That was just me flexing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> no, have you ever seen a commercial? I'm going to use all of our Patreon money to buy me HBO Max. Shut up. Have you ever seen a commercial for a show called Coastal Elites? Or I just saw it today. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I watched a trailer and I was like, I still get what the fuck this is. And then I read a review and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, this is like a sustainable movie. I don't get what this is. And then my mother's like, I think you would like it. And I was like, what? So, anyway. I don't understand what it is. And I, don't I feel either. like I don't like watching movies that I don't understand what it is entering it. It makes me aggravated. That's okay. interesting. I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else to tell me about your week or whatever? No, I have a... Uh, so you may be thinking to yourself, dear listener, oh, Pete, that sounds like a plug. But no, I have more for you when it comes to plug time. And so Which will what? be a little bit about my week and also a plug. Okay. So, Marissa, what have you been up to? Oh, um, oh, I just found out today, Pete. I don't think I told you. Uh, so, in my job, which we were told we couldn't come back till December, and I was like, hell yeah. Which, incidentally, I realized a thousand people are there. Only 500 gets to work remotely. I would be so pissed if I were the people in there. Anyway. Uh, apparently, they decided to consolidate two buildings into one, which makes no sense. Because I'm like, so then we can all kill each other after coronavirus. <laughs> but it turns out some people are getting like put in like they've then bought new buildings. Blah 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 blah. All of this is to take the long route to say, Peter Eleanor Phillips. <laughs> Correct. I just learned my middle name. My my initials are Pep. 
I just learned that I might, I don't want to get my hopes up, because it's not written in stone, I might be working from my house until at the earliest, April 2021. That sounds nice. Oh, shit, yeah. I oh thought you were going to go in the other direction and say that you were going to get your own office. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> That'd be funny and weird. Uh, in my old job, my boss was pushed out into a cubicle and I got my own office. He was still my boss. That was real weird. Uh, that was because I said, I'm a writer and there's too much talking. Like his role was not a writer. I was like, I need to be somewhere where it's not so loud. So I thought they would push me somewhere else, not push my boss out. Anyway, that's not about my week. More importantly, be do I want to spend, let me see the shipping, please. $56 on a hoodie, a zip up hoodie. Yes. Okay. The front of the hoodie. There's a small image. It's just like, you know, where your heart would be. So it's just like a palm-sized image of a skeleton making a heart symbol with his hand. And then on the back, it is a witch, uh, someone just as a skeleton, someone just as a pumpkin, and it says, every day is Halloween. Do I want that hoodie? What kind of style are we talking like of illustration. So I don't know how to describe it. Gritty sounds weird. All I will say is this is from a shop that only sells horror clothing. All this stuff, like it doesn't look kitty. It looks like, it looks like cool. So I like the design, but my Does point it, is, do I want a hoodie that says every day? I mean, I do want it, but should I buy a hoodie that says every day is Halloween gigantic on the back? See, I was on board until the skeleton with the heart hands. Yeah, but it's cool. That's actually my favorite part. I wish it was just that. It's the back that I'm more questionable about because it's fucking gigantic. <laughs> I have a pin that says every day is Halloween and glows in the dark that I keep on my like biker jacket. And like people will see and they're like, oh, cool. But I'm not like, hey, everybody, I'm so gothic. Like this would be a statement. Because it's $56, let's see. It's 48 plus 8 shipping, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can help you on this. This should have been an icebreaker. I'll say that I personally... Oh, I can share my screen, can't I? I think I, if I give you co-presenter access. Give me co-presenter access. Guys, go to cavitycolors.com and go to their Everyday is Halloween collection. And look at the hoodie. Maybe you'll want one. Do you have a screen sharing uh, icon now? Yes. Go for it. Really? Okay, thank you. That was so definitive. I like what, that. What I, everybody, I, I want to tell you, for those of you listening at home, if you heard me immediately jump to yes after she said the price, the reason I did that is because I trust Marisha's, Marissa's fashion sense. And once she said it was a zip-up hoodie, and I know how much they tend to run when they're, you know, like on websites like this. Yeah. I immediately jumped to yes because I trust her judgment in the looks. And really all I was, you know, coming in on was the, uh, what it was. Yeah. Like, was it worth it in terms of what it, what it is? Um, I That's do not like, do, you don't like it? No. Oh, but you know what? Like you're into like stuff like that, I guess. 
Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I mean, what a, like, like if somebody took a picture of you and you did a peace sign, I'd be like, that's okay. But if somebody else took another picture of somebody else and they did a peace sign, I'd be like, shut up with your peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Similarly, I feel like, yeah, you could probably get away with uh, heart hands. <laughs> even oh, though. I mean, clear to you and everybody, I would never fucking buy a shirt with fucking heart hands, ever. Except now that there's a skeleton and it's a Halloween thing. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. I trust your judgment, and you know me well. You know me well, so I trust you, and I'm going to buy this when we're done. Um, okay. That, Gosh, that's all we need a oh, Twitch stream. Oh. This is so fascinating. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That was totally <laughs> visual. But... No, I was actually... So, listen. I'm dabbling in Twitch. Ooh, are you I, eating on the internet? No, 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 no. I'm not doing anything on it. I'm watching stuff on it. And I, um. Why? Oh, I was watching Planet Scum. Planet Scum has a bunch of programming that I like. Okay. Uh, and it's not people playing games. But then <laughs> there's a guy on a podcast that I like, American Arts and Culture Review, uh, Rod Berry, and he has a Twitch stream. And I was like, I wonder what it's, what he does on it. So, so I followed it and then I got a thing. It's like Rod Berry is online and I opened it up and he was browsing, um, just browsing apartments. Oh my God. That sounds so awesome. <laughs> like places to move into and stuff and like talking to people that are on the chat who were like, you know, maybe you should move to like Portland or something like that. And then he would bring up Portland and look up the apartments and stuff. <laughs> if I was even like marginally, like, like had some sort of following. Oh man, my dream. I would just have a Twitch stream where I look at the clothing on fashionnova.com and comment on it out loud. Do you know what Fashion Nova is? Nope. But I think you could get away with this. It's like a, well, I feel like it, it, it gives you some visual to say that Cardi B has had numerous Fashion Nova lines, but it's affordable clothing. Uh, and the clothing all has names like, oh, no, she didn't skirt. Or like, girl doesn't know. Top. <laughs> or like, wop. Like, just the name of shit. It's like, what the fuck? And the shit is fucking weird. Like, it's like an all fishnet dress with a skeleton on the vagina. That's not an outfit they have. But I just think it just makes no sense. Yeah, if I was at all famous, I would I, I love the idea of the Twitch stream you just said. But no one would watch it if I did it. Guys, we might have to uh, start up a shared Twitch stream um, and crowdsource it with our listeners. So... Like I already see um, Kathy and Anne having a great cat-related show. Um, so, yeah, we'll figure this out, guys. Mike Dominic could do something with food that I don't understand. Yeah. All right, everybody. I want you on the show to talk about your food shows. Because I still don't get it. <laughs> you just got to watch it, Marissa. What is it again? Like, I, Mike, Pijos, listen. Day of I, food. I know I said it last week. I'm going to watch it. What is it called? But I need to watch the interactive Boss Baby first. <laughs> I would say if it was my birthday anytime soon and coronavirus wasn't happening, 
I would visit you and we'd watch that, but neither of those is happening. Um, Samurai Gourmet. What did I, what did I think the name was? You were thinking of the second thing. Oh, Samurai yeah, Gourmet was the first thing that he brought up. Mimi's Wild Day Out, like, or something like yeah. that, like, Every day, Mimi eats a bowl of ramen, and you're like, ooh, let me follow your exploits. Okay, Pete, I can't wait for your icebreaker. Guys, if you have listened to our show for three years, holy shit. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> what? It's true. What? I can't believe yeah, it's been what? three years either. Thank you. I. Icebreaker. Okay. So, today, coming off of... I thought your icebreaker was like... Coming off of icebreakers.io, number seven on the uh, funny icebreakers page. This is our three-year anniversary. Have you ever lied about an interest or talent to impress someone? Okay, you tell me yours first because I'm wondering if there's anything else that I can... This is a a dumb answer. And I know that um, it's not going to at all what Marissa would like to hear but maybe while she's going I'll think of something better Um, I on all of my resumes I always put that I am proficient in dual platforms and I've never used a Mac in my life Uh, yeah you're right it isn't what I wanted but it's funny because isn't that a dangerous game you're playing it's a wicked game you might say I had a job once where I had to use a bag. I don't know what the fuck was happening. And I always think to myself, well, I'll be able to figure it out on this on site. But if I had a job where they sat me in front of a Mac and were like, do your, do your job, I'd be like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I played a wicked game. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, in middle school, I forced myself to, like, metal... I might have liked it to a degree. I don't know if I purely forced myself. No, I think I did. I liked punk, but I, I forced myself to like metal. Uh, so some guy would like me. And then I really mega forced myself to be a huge Metallica fan. And the thing is, I'm really good at forcing myself to do stuff because then I usually do genuinely like it. So then I did, I do not like like death metal. I like like, like Metallica. I used to like a little bit of Pantera. I can't handle it. Uh, but like I used to like, like 80s metal, uh, especially hair metal. But, uh, yeah. So I would just like, I fucking just wouldn't shut the fuck up about Metallica and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh my god. I like Ozzy Osbourne patches. I like, <laughs> oh, so fucking weird. Uh, also, I used to pretend I liked the show Supergirl. That, a boyfriend and I would have something to bond over. There's probably other stuff. I feel now, like I... If we're going to go into that realm, then I went to a Hanson concert. <laughs> yeah, but did you pretend you liked them? Um, I pretended I didn't hate it, I guess. Okay. I feel like that's not as... You're not as... I think it's on par like with stuff. watching Supergirl. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Because it wasn't atrocious, but I wasn't like awesome. This is so cool. But I didn't get, like, a Hanson t-shirt <laughs> or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Got it. I did buy a Hanson okay. Christmas ball as a gift. Oh, okay. It was free to sell. 
Um, and then <laughs> this is also similar to the Supergirl thing. I have a lot of things that are like your Supergirl thing. Yeah, I, okay. I, um, laughed more than I should have at SNL. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, uh, on the flip side, I have pretended I didn't find something on SNL funny because I was in a room full of excessively, excessively, excessively politically correct liberals. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So that's like, like, so you've seen SNL? You just ask me if I've seen SNL? Yeah, yeah. I watch SNL all the time. Are you joking? Remember Mad TV? Yeah, I didn't like Mad TV. <laughs> but like, Mad TV was kind of like Fox's SNL. <clears throat> yeah, but it was. Oh, <laughs> okay. Thank you. Wow. People showed me a segue, and I was about to be like, yeah, yeah was- but. <laughs> You remember Miss Swan or whatever? She was so annoying. Anyway, can't feel that. <laughs> All of their characters were annoying. <laughs> oh my god, Matthew was so bad. Okay, guys. However, speaking of Fox, I am going to talk about something that. So me and Pete are a little bit different in age. I'm so excited about this. I'm hoping to let you down. I don't know. Uh, Pete and me are a little bit different in age, and I, you said you saw it as a kid. Yes. Okay, what I'm about to talk about, I never saw until yesterday, and I didn't see the whole thing. But I was a kid when it was happening, so I just remember commercials for it and just being chilled, just oh. And, like, sometimes I even think back of the commercial, and I would be like, oh, that's so creepy. Like, I should watch that. But I just would forget about it and never watch it. Uh, so I was why, uh, listening to an episode of the podcast Astonishing Legends, and they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I also wondered if I made it up. Because I can make up intense things that didn't happen. And then the X-Files <laughs> went on. To... Sorry, I got a weird echo every time I start talking. Oh. Um, and the X-Files went on to sort of like, I guess, reference it or parody it in some way in an X-Files yeah. episode. So, yeah, there's a little point, too, where you might be like, wait, was this just part of the X-Files or was it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, because I didn't say it yet, I am talking about it's a Fox thing, but it also stands alone, and I yes. don't have a Fox name. Uh, but Fox aired something called, I think it was Roswell Alien Autopsy, back or forth. Uh, Pete, you watched the whole thing yesterday? Yeah, I watched that episode. It was 45 minutes. They had a 17-minute video, so you can imagine... How terribly boring it was. And this is also what I remember from being a kid. They made the presentation of the material so dull that I don't think I watched the whole thing. Oh, wow. Okay. So I... Hosted by Jonathan Frakes. I had that detail, and I deleted that. I was like, who the fuck is that? I don't know who that is. He's a Star Trek, the next generation, second in command guy. Riker. Okay, if I wanted to know who that was, I would have kept it. So, I watched just part of the autopsy footage itself, and that was something. Okay. I'm going to ask you uh, an unsavory question at the beginning. What? Do you see any junk? 
No. Okay. But but I <laughs> what I found in YouTube easily accessible wasn't the whole 17 minutes. Okay. No, no. But this was broadcast on Fox, so it was like pixelated. Well, and um, but I hope to find out more about that question as I mean, you go on. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching the part that wasn't censored. So it's possible that when they were taking its innards, maybe they pixelated and it went down there. So this alien autopsy video that the Fox show uh, was built upon is, as Pete mentioned, a 17-minute black and white film supposedly depicting a secret medical examination uh, or autopsy of an alien by the United States military. Uh, this was released by London-based producers Ray Santilli and Gary Schofield. Um, and it was, you know, referred to as the so-called alien autopsy tape. Uh, and it appeared to show three government pathologists in full hazmat suits dissecting a pale, hot-bellied corpse of an extraterrestrial. Well done. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, who was you know, found after the Roswell crash of 1947. Uh, Fox broadcast the footage in the U.S. in August 1995 under the title Alien Autopsy Factor Fiction. And uh, like Pete mentioned, when they broadcast it, parts of the autopsy were pixelized or edited out because of the supposed graphic nature. Now, I saw about four minutes. That was the YouTube video I found. And it was... All, and it was, it was grainy footage. Cause again, remember, this is supposed to be footage that is from a long time ago, not footage from 1995. So it's like real shitty footage. Um, I thought it was still yucky. Like, I don't know if they pixelated it in the version you saw, but like, did you see as they like ripped its face open and pulled its brain out? Um, I saw that from the top. So like they cut off. And then they were like, they had, I saw some brain, but okay, I didn't so, see them rip its face off. <laughs> okay, so the, what I will say is, the parts I saw, it started where, so the alien had black eyes. Right. But that black part was kind of like a, a screen or a film. Mm-hmm. And they took like tweezers and ripped that black film off. And then it had like more normal human eyes that were rolled to the back of its head. And then they kind of, Marissa, yeah. you're being, I don't want to, I don't want to do this to you, especially on the what? podcast in front of our friends, but like, um, you're, you're being like a little politically incorrect when you say like normal eyes. Oh, please shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Human eyes. <laughs> Fine. Um, and then, yeah, they, they, they cut open the head and take out its brain, but like, he didn't rip its whole face off, but it was kind of like the face skin was like pushed forward, and you right. see like a whole bunch of like gross stuff. And then uh, I saw when they were uh, cutting open its stomach, which was like all distended. I guess, I, yeah. Anyway, um, and then they pull out a bunch of guts, and th- that part wasn't as gross. For some reason, the brain part grossed me out. Pete, what did you feel about it? I can't tell you how I feel, but I can tell you how the experts felt in the fact or fiction show. And they felt they put it in front of a couple of doctors. And uh, the one doctor said, I mean, this is clearly not a human being. 
and they went through what a bunch shit. of things. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to like spoiler anything that you got, you know, ready to go, but like six fingers, I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> And then the one guy was like... I, Why is six fingers a little weird if it's not a human? Well, no, if you're trying to imply that it is a human. Oh, okay, okay. Um, if you ask me, fingers and a mouth and a nose, <laughs> that's what makes me think this is an uncreative depiction of an alien. <laughs> but now- the guy's like, if you look at this frame, he's like, this is where your stomach would be. That's not a stomach. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, okay. Then they showed it to some special effects experts. And they were like, could you do this? And they were like, yeah, we could do it. But that's because we're the shit. Normal people shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> okay, okay. And they thought it was very, very convincing. But I'm sorry, you still don't tell me what you think. What did you think about it? Like, I don't know if I have an opinion. Happen. By the what? time I saw it, like, yesterday, I was like, oh, this... Yeah, if you saw it in the 90s, do you think you would have believed it? I mean, you did see it in the 90s. But, uh, I did see it in the 90s. I was a kid. What year was it? 95. I think. 95? Whew, I was only 12. It was one of those things where I was like, I could believe that, but I don't want to say that I believe it because I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so the program caused a huge sensation. Uh, Time Magazine declared that the film had sparked a debate with an intensity not lavished on any home movie since the Zapruder film. Uh, oh, and if you don't know what the Zapruder film is, it's that horrible footage of JFK getting shot, which for some fucking reason, my high school political or, or U.S. history or government teacher made us watch it, and he didn't make us, and he watched, made us watch the like, uncensored version where you see his head explode. And I will never get a flat. Yeah, that's why they made you watch it. But I don't what. You should feel the trauma that I felt. <laughs> why you watched it in real time? What? Right. Yeah. How you were speaking as him now that you no. felt. Okay. <laughs> anyway, as I just said, Fox rebroadcast the program twice, each time a higher rating. Um, and with the November 1995 broadcast winning its time slot again with 11.7 million viewers. So, uh, producer Santilli and Schofield claimed to have bought the footage from a retired military cameraman in the U.S. They refused to identify who he was, citing privacy concerns. A private investigator was hired by facts or fiction producers. Boy, did he have a really... You ever see people who have, like, one color hair and then different colored like facial hair. Yes. He had a really, really black mustache. Oh, and what color was the head on his hair? Mostly gray. Okay, that's something. Uh, despite you know, despite that fact, uh, there were many skeptics. Um, some observations included the fact that. The injuries sustained by the alien were inconsistent with injuries someone would sustain with an aircraft. Uh, and that the person performing the autopsy held the scissors like a tailor rather than a pathologist, who was trained to place his middle or ring finger in the bottom of the scissors hole and use his forefinger to study the blades. I don't. That's a very specific thing. 
Uh, And Hollywood special effects expert Trey Stokes, who has worked on films like The Blob, Batman Returns, and Tales from the Crypt, said that the alien corpse behaved like a dummy, seeming lightweight, rubbery, and therefore moving unnaturally when handled. Okay. Uh, It wasn't until more than 10 years later that the truth about the original autopsy video, or at least some of the truth, came out. Uh, Pete, I do apologize if you wanted me to go more in depth on the alien itself. I more was interested <laughs> on the on who believed it, who said it was real, who said it wasn't real, just all of the stuff surrounding. I was like, what the fuck? Well, anyway. here's the interesting thing that I'll bring to the episode. I found out yesterday that it's a confirmed hoax. So that, and I, and I didn't do any deep dive into the details. So I'm ready to listen. Well, also that's debatable. Okay. So it wasn't until, like I said, 10 years that the truth, the supposed truth came out. Uh, there was a show hosted by British TV presenter and journalist Iman Holmes. Um, the show was called Iman Investigates. Alien Autopsy. The show featured Santilli, one of the producers, mm-hmm. admitting to Holmes that the film he sold to Fox was a fake. However, it was one he claimed that was based on a real alien autopsy film. He said he had seen the original film in full once. Uh, but by the time he had gathered enough money to buy that original film, it had become too damaged to use. So he and Schofield built a set, hired actors, and filmed their restoration so they'd have something to pitch to networks. So apparently it was, you know, a fake that was a total reenactment of the original. Uh, to fake the footage, they made a set in a London apartment, and they used animal organs and pig brains for the fake alien. Uh, Santilli said, it's no different than restoring a work of art like the Mona Lisa. A statement that would only be true if restoring the Mona Lisa meant painting an entirely new painting yeah. for a different woman on a different canvas and passing it off on the original. So people didn't like that. Now, uh, something that I don't like is you may be asking, why did Santilli and Schofield decide to come clean in 2006? Uh, is it because, like, the show... Um, did something to expose them, or did they just want to like get, give up this hoax? Um, Iman Investigates aired on April 4th, which was three days before the premiere of a comedy movie titled Alien Autopsy. Right, which is I did find this too. On the exploits of Schofield and Santilli. Uh, it turns out both of them had executive producer credits on the movie. So the autopsy film went from real footage to restoration to 100% fictional feature film. Like, what what was the deal there? Okay. So, however, you could just say that, yeah, you know, it was a reenactment based on real events and that they just, like, took this opportunity to cash in on something else. You you could still argue that until the was officially debunked in 2018 after the filmmaker Spiros Milaris came forward to confess that he directed and produced the whole video. 
If you would like to hear some details directly from the mouth of Spiros Malaris, I would go listen to the Astonishing Legends podcast, which has a two-parter on that. Um, now, I remember, Pete, you had said something like, why did the alien look like such a cliche depiction? He addressed that saying that he felt like people needed some reference points since a lot of people do believe that aliens look like that. Like that alien was modeled after uh, what is considered a gray alien. Mm-hmm. However, they also brought aspects of anatomy into it because usual gray aliens have these gigantic heads and these thin-ass necks, which could not support a head like that. So this alien is modeled after a gray, but it has different features. Like it has a much thicker neck than usual, than the way grays are usually portrayed. Um, he also explains things just about like, just the way things bend and the way they, they chose to make the eyes. Like he really goes into detail about why they did everything they did. Um, so I mean, after the filmmaker officially debunks it, um, you would think the story would just be over. Like, that's whatever. Like I said, if you listen to Samishing Legends, you could tell, hear him go piece by piece how it's fake, how he staged it, you know, like how him and the producers met. Um, but then in 2019, uh, we get a small twist. Uh, even though the video was already debunked, new information suggested that it was actually real according to a leaked memo sent by physicist Eric Davis of the National Institute for Discovery Science to the organization's founder, Robert Bigelow. Did you know who Robert Bigelow is? Why does it sound familiar? <laughs> Do we ever talk about Skinwalker Ranch? We haven't officially, no. Okay. We've, we've, like, danced around it. Okay, he owns Skinwalker Ranch, but that's not it. Robert Bigelow is an incredibly rich businessman with links to uh, UFO research and the paranormal. In 1995, he founded the National Institute for Discovery Science to research and advance studies of French sciences, uh, paranormal topics, and most notably, ufology. Uh, he's also the man that bought Skinwalker Ranch in Utah, uh, which, if you're not familiar, is a 480-acre cattle ranch that some believe is the site of an interdimensional doorway used by alien shapeshifters and stationed watchers there. If you want to learn more about Skinwalker Ranch, I absolutely uh, recommend you listen to the Skinwalker Ranch coverage done by last podcast on the left. Uh, very detailed, very entertaining. Anyway, so he's the head of this, this, this organization, and there is a leaked memo sent by a physicist. Um, now, the paper The Sun, or the publication The Sun, was able to obtain photos of the memo. So if you just Google, what did I Google? I Googled um, Alien Autopsy CIA. Uh, you can see a picture of this printed memo. We're talking about The Sun in the UK? Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is kind of like the National yeah. Enquirer of yeah, America. So okay. Exactly. But then I was trying to be more reputable and like international business journal, like was like everyone was linking back to the sun. So I don't right. know whether they proved some way that this was reputable. I don't know. Because yeah, I have the same thought as you, but some, it, it wasn't just totally for the people who picked it up. Um, anyway, 
The document was leaked via email to British UFO investigator Philip Mantle. It was believed to have originated from the archives of former NASA, former NASA astronaut and ufologist Edgar Mitchell. The memo, which was sent on March 23, 2001, focused on the professional evaluation of the Roswell alien autopsy video uh, by a CIA scientist known as Kit Green. In the document, Kit Green confirmed that the cadaver featured in the video was real, and it was the same one that was shown in the photos revealed during his briefings with the Pentagon from 1987 to 1988. He also hinted where the samples allegedly taken from the cadaver may have been stored. Kit said that the alien forensic tissues could hypothetically be located at Walter Reed Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. Let me say that again. Kit said that the alien forensic tissues could hypothetically be located at Walter Reed Armed Forces Institute for Pathology Medical Museum, which is not open to the public and requires a security clearance to get in, Davis stated in the memo. That's one hell of a museum. uh, Yeah, I know. So if you have uh, top secret clearance, I know someone who did, uh, and don't care about breaking your promise with the government, uh, give us a call at 50511 and let us know if you have any information. Um, so that is the end. Uh, I just liked how it just kind of went back and forth at all the layers. There were so many layers to people finally admitting it is a hoax. There are so many people that refuse to believe it is a hoax. And so they could, you know, possibly argue that the filmmaker... You know, it's, he's been told by the government or something to say it's a hoax. Um, but yeah, I think if I saw it in 1995 as a, as a nine year old, I probably would have believed it was real. Uh, seeing it yesterday, I don't know if anyone believed it was real. That alien looks fake as shit. Ooh. I'll tell you something else that came up in this uh, fact or fiction thing. They were talking about Roswell, they were talking about how they found the body, et cetera, et cetera. Well, one of the things that they mentioned was there were three aliens. But for some reason, there's only one in the video that they're actually autopsying, which makes you wonder where the other two went. Does anyone have a hypothesis for where the other two went? No, they really just didn't address that at all. Okay. <laughs> it was very strange. Um, and oh, then, many years oh, good. Then uh, another thing about the presentation on Fox is, like, fact or fiction was a show. Uh, before they had the alien autopsy, but the way that fact or fiction worked is they put a few scenarios in front of you, and then at the end of the episode, they tell they, they told you which ones were fact and which ones were fiction. But in this one, they were just like, "We don't know. What do you think?" <laughs> well, uh, I also read that uh, uh, years of, years after it was aired, once people started becoming more skeptical, that a lot of the quote-unquote experts uh, in that show were saying that the things they said were edited to look like they were less skeptical about it. So the the the, the Fox show definitely like had an agenda to make you think it was more believable. You might say sensationalized. No, oh, yes. You might say like Fox News. Ha, huh. yeah. Don't even, don't even get me 
Jarvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even. Guys, if you want to see it, uh, there's, I guess, uh, you could just watch the film, not, not the Fox show. Watch you could it. Just watch Wait, you can, but. Watch the whole I mean, Fox show. 45 um, minutes of nonstop scrolling through your phone. <laughs> if you want to just watch the autopsy, you could just YouTube it. Um, Roswell alien autopsy. Yeah, I think I just, I think I just Googled like alien autopsy Fox. Um, yeah, you should watch it and let us know what you think. Uh, Michael Stinson, one of our listeners, he has an interest in aliens. Like, I would be, uh, interested in having your, your input on what you think about it. If you like what we do and you want to throw us a few, Go out to patreon.com slash y'all heard. Yeah, that's patreon.com slash y'all heard. I will put this here. Okay, we're at the three-year mark. I will, unless Pete has done something without telling me. Pete, have you used the Patreon money? No. What do you think we should do? If you have any ideas, tell us, because we don't have, like, any major expenses with this, but I had pitched before that we use the money to go to the MUFON UFO um, uh, conference so that we could do an episode about it, uh, but that got canceled, and me and Pete were still up in the air about it. But if you would like us to use the money to do something that we can cover on the show, please tell us. Because, like, you give us the money to, like, I don't know, we, we've been hesitant to use it because we don't just want to, like, just fuck around with it. So, of course, you have to contact us through Patreon in order to tell us what we should do with it. Yeah. So, anything, any, any interest. Uh, Pete, can you think of an example of something we could do with that money for a show? Um... Remember the, what was it? What's the Airbnb? The Airbnb experience where you got to hang out with sheep? No? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I would not do that. That sounds so gross. Come on. <laughs> Fine, okay. If we, You're not even if, near them. <laughs> if somebody says, please go to the sheep Airbnb store, I will go. Uh, I will Except do anything. They have a really long waiting list. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think everyone would be clamoring for that. I think the UFO book adventure would have been really cool, but we can't go to that now. And you, MUFON is also scandalous now. Yeah, I don't know. Guys, if you think of anything, let us know. Thank you so much for continuing to support us. Um, you know, one day we'll quit our job. <laughs> <laughs> With the money you give us, so so yeah, we're we're investing our Patreon money in an IRA so that we can retire yeah. on it. Plugs. Yeah. Um, this week I wanted to plug a show on Netflix. I don't know what an IRA is, guys. <laughs> and uh, the show is it sort of reminds me of Mike Dominic's. Um, show a little bit, but this is called The Repair Shop, and it's a, a British show in which people bring broken things to a repair shop, 
and then the repair shop fixes them. But it's not as simple as it sounds. Oh, never. Because they're usually like really, really old things. And they're like really, the, the, the interesting part of the show is the methods that the employees use in order to repair things. And you might be like, Pete, that sounds boring as hell. Yeah. But watch the you whole season, right. watch the whole season in one night. Oh. <laughs> Stayed up till four in the morning doing it. <laughs> wow. I would suggest you give it a shot. You, maybe there not, Marissa. I feel the way about that, the way you felt when I was talking about the bed and breakfast Korean show where nothing happens. Okay. So meaning I'm not hating on it, but do I actively want to watch it? No. So yeah, I'm being honest, Pete. All right. Being honest. <laughs> uh, I'll plug, um, uh, how did this get played? Uh, which is like, how did this get made? Where they talk about a bad movie, but instead it's about bad video games or weird video games. Because I heard an episode about uh, what's that fucking game I play every day? Animal Crossing. And they were not saying it was a bad game, but just like all the interesting things that there are to know about it. And it was really cool to hear. So if you are a gamer and you just want to hear like fun facts and shit you might not know about the games you play. How did this get played? It was a good podcast. Very nice. Uh, thank you again, guys. I don't know how else. Fuck anyone who's listened to us as well. It just blows my fucking mind. Uh, to the OG Michaels, you guys make my life. Thank you. To everybody else, if you want to break the mold. Yo. I'm sorry, what? They're a couple? If you want to break the mold. Oh, to everybody else, you're a couple. <laughs> And you want to sign up on Patreon and, 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 you know, like break our streak of Michaels. We're, we're not Whoa. saying don't. If we get someone not named Michael who gives to our Patreon, I will send everyone a gift, including the Michael. So if everyone wants a gift. We've been talking for too long, everybody. <laughs> and like, it feels like it for us because it took us half an hour to 40 minutes to get this show going today. Oh, Anyway, love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Have a good week. Whoa. You all right there? Yeah, I dropped something. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay. Oh, poor connection, it says. Now? Okay, hello? Hello? Yeah, I think you might be okay. I might be okay? You might be okay. Am I? Might be. Let's... (laughs) Let's start. We'll see. Evidently, you can roll over data with Verizon. (laughs) Sorry. Just start. Just start. (laughs) Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all Heard. It is. Podcast where me, Marissa, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips. Oof, we're not related, and we start off our three-year anniversary episode pretty rough. Did it, did it just put me back on my other one? No, guys. 
The internet is so dumb. Yes. <laughs> I'm waiting like two, three <laughs> seconds to hear Marissa agree. <laughs> what should we do, Marissa? <laughs> yeah, you, you seem really choppy and slow again. Should we just stop? And do what? Give up? I mean, we could give up, I guess. What's our option? This is our last episode. <laughs> and then we just post that. Forever? <laughs> okay.